I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, 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 this is the Rich Eisen Show. I got all the love in the world. Cameras will be trained all over the stadium just to see. Is Taylor Swift going to be in? Arrowhead. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Touchdown! Finds Travis Kelsey. I think he wanted to get in the end zone just as much as all the Swifties wanted him to. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Coming up, Rams head coach, Sean McVay. Plus, your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air on the Roku channel. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM, Odyssey, our podcast, and more. Um, if you missed the first couple hours of uh, of this here program uh, at 844-204-RICH, if you missed anything, you you, you, you missed... You know, shoo, 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 <laughs> it's shoo. been great. It's been fireworks everywhere. <laughs> shoo, 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 that was so shoo. weird. <laughs> It's a, it's a winning. It's it's coming off a win over uh, Dallas. the Dallas Cowboys. Exactly. By the way, I mean it, that is, that is a. I don't know what's what's more on brand. The Jets doing what they did against the Patriots, or the Cowboys losing to the Cardinals when you don't expect them to. Yeah, the I'm sorry, Cowboys. I but mean, look, there's a lot of things like Chris Long said, missing three O linemen. I mean, I'm not making excuses, but these are things that come into play. Come on, man. Oh come on, man! Any about, team, you know, any I, team that finds out at least you're lucky. At least you're lucky because the yeah, entire the it. entire off season when I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets fan base, we're putting all eggs in his basket, mm-hmm. and it's just like this is going to be awesome. Only to have an axe in the chest like The Shining as soon as you arrive on the scene. You know, the same time where we're we're making we're, we're making light of Jonathan Gannon from jump. The entire time he was lurking is the first loss of the Dallas Cowboys in week three. Yeah. The Cowboys were 12-point favorites, and they lost by 12. Like, that's insane. Again, I, I, I think... Okay. I think here's but the Jets are only a two-point yeah. dog. You, you feel like you're Sean Payton. Like, okay, so what's the question? Yeah, I mean, what's your what question? are you saying? Like, no, you, if you're going to, like, overlook that, that fact I just gave you, then cool. Again, then we'll I, I, still, I still think that they're... they're um, shocked by what happened with Trevon Diggs, which is why it's still insane the Jets won that game on the Monday night where they lost Rodgers like that. I, Rich, I just appreciate oh you gosh. not starting this show out with the Cowboys when you had I'm, the Dolphins out there because all these other shows this morning were acting like the season's yeah. over after three weeks. Because Dallas the Dolphins are the story of the 2023 yes, season are. at present. They and, are the, they are 100% the story. And they should have been the lead on all these shows except you know, well, it doesn't matter. We are just we are who we are, and and what we do here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show is we we uh, we're here for clicks and winning. <laughs> A little bit. So of let's, both. let's turn the page now. 
Because as I just said that the Dolphins are the story of the 2023 um, uh, NFL season with so many other stories to talk about. Yeah. The Colorado Buffaloes are the story of college football through in the 2023 season, even with a whole bunch of other programs that have, as we sense the entire time, a better chance to win the national championship and are winning in their own campuses, but we're not paying attention because it's Dion doing Dion things. And it's a fascinating watch to watch this team do what they are doing and Dion do it in the manner in which he is doing it and doing it well. And along come the Oregon Ducks to basically say, we're out here in our Hamlet and Eugene, and we're pretty damn good. And we are going to lay it on thick, as thick as we possibly can lay it on. We are going to show everybody how we do it out here. Nobody's paying attention to Bo Nix and the rest of this team that can win the natty. And we're going to show everybody that's here. And Dan Lanning showed up, the head coach of the Oregon Ducks, with that don't lose that intensity, same intensity type attitude. And what ended up playing out was what I think Dion deep down knew was possible and what we all, despite talking about Colorado, knew would be possible when the Buffaloes faced a team like Oregon that can show up in the trenches much bigger than Colorado and shove them around. And then when they're stumbling, shove them even more. And when you're actually, you know, maybe, say, punting, shove them even more by faking it deep in your own end and just jam it down their throats until they are crying for less. And that's what Dan Lanning did. And in the middle of the curb stomping, the ABC broadcast popped on to the screen, Lanning talking to the team before the contest, and this is how he got the Ducks riled up for play. Rooted in substance, not flash. Rooted in substance. Today, we talk with our pads. You talk with your helmet, right? Every moment. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Let's go. I got to tell you, I have no problem with that pregame speech. That was epic. In terms of fighting the way you fight and on occasion looking over and seeing who everyone else is paying attention to while you're doing it your way and your competition gets more attention for doing it their way and you feel the way you do it should get more attention and more kudos coming your way, I've got to tell you, I feel that way every day sitting in this chair going against the competition we go against all the time. And when we do get somebody saying, hey, we appreciate you, it's great to hear. But sometimes you lose out to people who are doing their business in a way that causes more attention to be paid. 
So I get it, Dan Lanning. I totally get it. My only pushback would be Deion Sanders clicks that he's supposedly playing for are done so he can win. The clicks are not to make him more famous. He's already super famous. It's not about <laughs> the Spoiler clicks alert. alone. Yeah. I exactly. don't know how many times I yep. can say this. It's not about the clicks alone. And when you see cameras on him, phones and handheld cameras and whatever, it's for a documentary that he's putting together. And I can't wait to see Coach Prime Season 2 about this weekend. And about last weekend when he lost Travis Hunter in that Donnybrook against Colorado State. And man, did they need Travis Hunter on Saturday. What a bummer that that kid wasn't out there. I don't know if it would have made much of a difference because he doesn't play in the trenches, which is where Dion also knows he's light. He's light in the trenches and he knows it. And so the clicks that are there are clicking in a way where the kids are going to show. And Oregon's doing it their way. And Dion knows the way that he does it is going to get coaches like Dan Lanning with programs like the one that Dan Lanning's running and with kids in the locker room that Dan Lanning has bigger than his, they're going to play that up. And on Saturdays, like this one, it's going to be used against them effectively. This is what Dion had to say after the beatdown. He said they played like hot garbage, which, by the way, how many times have we heard him use that phrase on the air and, and behind the scenes about teams that get stomped on? This is what Dion had to say. Uh, it translates in practice. It is, I don't say stuff just to say it for a click, you know, contrary to what some may say. But, uh, yeah, I, get, I keep receipts. Uh <laughs> But I'm serious. I analyze and I understand what we're up against and what we have and what we need. One thing that I can say honestly and candidly, you better get me right now. This is the worst we're going to be. You better get me right now. <laughs> yeah. Because the, he's, 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 the clicks that he's getting is so he can start winning faster by getting the kids. And 100%, you better believe he knows exactly what they needed on Saturday, what they need for this coming Saturday against USC. It could be just as long of an afternoon in front of his home, folks. He knows exactly what they need, and I don't think there's any doubt in my mind or yours, wherever you're taking in this show or listening, that he's going to get it. He's going to get it. But what a what a weekend, man. It was it was a rough one. And I do have to say this as well, just because Dion doesn't need my help either. Uh, but I, I found this tweet interesting. I, I wound up in my timeline from uh, some uh, Danny O'Neill. I don't know. Uh, he's a writer, I guess. He wrote, uh, in terms of the fighting for clicks, we're fighting for wins. He wrote, now let's go run out there in their 4,346 uniform combination and show them why we're do- above doing things strictly for attention. That's right. Yeah. Which was an interesting way of doing it. But, but... What Dan Lanning's not doing is is having documentaries and 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 things of that nature, and that's the way Dion does it. Because what's the best selling point for a one win program 
saying we need more kids coming in and we're flipping our roster around. Who's, who's the number one selling point? Him. And at one point, he knows the best selling point is a winning program more than anything else. But to get to the winning program, he's selling himself. Not just because he wants to be famous, because he's smart enough to know what's the best selling point there is. So, there's that from college football. Another game in college football to talk about. I said going into this weekend with Ohio State playing, pardon me, the Ohio State playing Notre Dame, is it possible both teams can lose this game? Is it possible? And I got to be honest with you, kind of feel like it damn near yeah. came close to that. <laughs> shouldn't have lost. Can't, it seemed damn near close to that. Yeah. With play calling, uh, hanky play calling by Ryan Day. Booty. Um, and Notre Dame Terrible. having 10 guys on defense when the game was on the line twice. And, and, then, and then the reasoning behind it. This is, this is Coach Freeman. Uh, after the game, explaining why was there only 10 men on the field in the last play of the game when it's on the goal line and you're up 14-10 and you're out of timeouts? Uh, how, how, how do you not run an 11th guy out there? This is what he had to say. Marcus, the film shows that on that last play, there were only 10 people on the field. Just curious what happened. Yeah, we were trying to get a fourth D lineman on the field and I told him just stay off because we can't we can't afford a penalty. I didn't have any timeouts, right? So we couldn't afford a penalty there, um, you know. And yeah, it's, it's on us. It's we got to be better, you know. To me, it was like, hey, don't give them another opportunity to get settled and to try to make a different call, right? Hey, guys, like stay off the field. Let's not give them a freebie from a half yard line, and um, let's try to stop them. You know, and I thought maybe they would do the same thing they did to snap before. They didn't. They end up running the ball. Um, so I got to watch the play and see where the ball hit. But um, yeah, that's why I made that decision. Uh, you know, you know, I like the, the his his predecessor and Brian Kelly, despite being the Notre Dame head coach. I like him too, but that just makes no sense. Isn't the no freebie? Sense. Isn't the freebie allowing them to try and run a play? Against ten men, even if it's an offsides penalty coming on Who the cares? field or whatever, they can move a half uh, move right, it, move it a right. foot and a half. I'd rather have eleven from the half yard line, <laughs> yeah. and you run them out there to the point where right. they blow the they blow the play dead or something because you're off. I, I mean, offsides not a pre snap penalty. I I I don't know. What you do, you have maybe one of your guys jump off sides to just blow the play dead before right. it happens. Engage, and I'd rather have eleven from the half yard line. Then not, or, or but you'd also don't expect to just have ten guys out there. It was so wild to hear that explanation. That he, he knew it, and then told the guy to stay. Hang, hang he up. literally ran the play where the other defensive lineman would have been, been lined why, up. But why wouldn't you? Like, why wouldn't you even just you know Omaha that thing when yeah you just got a wide open space. Really weird explanation. And then, but it you know Ohio State, what a what a big time win on the road when you win. In Notre Dame, I mean, that is huge. Certainly since, again, my school is yet to go on the road. And I know many have been very critical of my school's schedule. And we, you know, Mike, you know, whatever. I know. you'll Whatever. I mean, that's the way things are done for most most, most teams in in college football right now. So you have to give credit where it is due. Ohio State is 4-0 right now. They won in Notre Dame. They won a tough game on the road. My gosh, is that a tough spot 
against a top 10 team. Give it up. And so certainly their head coach after the game is going to basically say, we won on the road. It's very, you know, give, give kudos to, to the other team. And, uh, you know, our, our team's really tough and we're, we're moving on and we're 4-0. and And wait a minute, I'm told Ryan Day was actually quite unhinged about something <laughs> Lou Holtz said yeah, on McAfee's show. Bizarre. What Lou Holtz talking about, how Ohio State isn't tough? As he said it to one of McAfee's guys wearing an old man mask dressed as Lou Holtz right. in, a, in a comedy like, segment. Like Lou Holtz that, cosplay. That kind of talked about football a little bit because the whole point was a gag about how great of an imitation Pat's guy has doing Lou Holtz. It was weird. And you're going to actually take something out of it as if it's serious? This is nuts. This is Ryan Day going like full Richard Sherman on Aaron Andrews after the game. Coach, you knew this one wasn't going to be easy, but it came down to the wire. And what can you say about the performance from your quarterback, Kyle McCord, to finish that drive? Toughness. Toughness. That's it. Physicality, cross the board, finish it off, having guts. You know, like I like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. What he said about our team. What he said about our team. I cannot believe. This is a tough team right here. We're proud to be from Ohio, and it's always been Ohio against the world. And it'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids, and we got a tough team. I mean, how more unhinged can you be? He sounds like Howard Dean. Dude. <laughs> Where's, I'd love to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Odds are, around midnight on Saturday, asleep. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Go full, Asleep. full mad dog, TJ. I don't, I, I don't know. That's like a gummy kick. Isn't it, dude? Dude's 86. He's been gone for a long time. He was out there part of a comedy bit. And of course, he's going to talk up Notre Dame. He would talk up Rice taking on Notre Dame back in the day because you're young. You can't, you can't, you can't overlook Rice. I mean, you are you kidding me? That was unbelievable. Now, I, now, if he had gone and just gone after everybody, like everybody, you know, the ghosts of Notre Dame, gone yeah. after, gone after, gone after, well, no, I mean, gone Don't after Rudy. Now, now, now you got me in your corner. Ohio against the world. By the way, I thought that's supposed to be the, uh, uh, that's supposed to be an insult is when Michigan says we're playing Ohio this weekend. Right. He's referring to himself, Ohio, like, is it everybody in Ohio or is it the Ohio? Oh, my God. I got to tell you, um, the the rest of my Michigan fan friends hearing that were like, I, "He's this is he's on tilt, and we're not even in September, out of September yet." He's li- honestly, you you like, who cares what Lou Holtz is saying? You just won an incredible game on the road. Just say this is wild. We're growing as a team. Thank you, Hadios. You know, yeah, I like I'd our love t- to I know like where Lou Holtz is yeah. right now. Ugh. Where's the ghost of Arapar Segan? I want to punch him out. What? We're going to go to Ohio and Michigan and North Carolina. Honestly. Okay. That was nuts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's really from that video? So oh there's that, and Notre Dame had 10 men on defense at the end of the game. I, I wanted both to lose. This close. So close. So close. This close. I kind of feel like they did. So close. I'll tell you, you're going to beat Ohio State, Rich. Dude, I don't even want to say. I know, Michigan I know. Had, I can. Know, 
I mean, Come on, man! Michigan hasn't looked Michigan, that great either. Michigan, we, 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 we had good. issues against uh, yeah, Rutgers as we always do before. You Rutgers know, had a seven nothing lead in that. It's game. the bus and bowl this weekend. Nebraska's going to be lit. Yeah. It, there's, it's just, it's too long of a season, and that's why you should take the wins when you get them and have ten men on defense. You, you, you figure out a way to get an eleventh, and then you, you just let Lou Holtz say whatever he wants. Talk about punching down. Who cares? Who literally cares what Lou Holtz said on McAfee's show? He's 86 he said years it, old. He said it to a guy dressed like Johnny Knoxville and a Notre Dame hat on. Yeah. Like, By the way, and his imitation is fantastic. What is a brilliant good. idea to have that as a comedy bit. That's, pretty That's awesome. Okay. Ryan Day bit. Huh. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Sean McVay coming up next, and then your phone calls to wrap up this show. Stay on hold. We'll get to you. Sean McVay when we return. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. And another thing, where's Charlie Weiss? <laughs> He's still getting paid. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> Actually. Where's Probably. Rick Meyer? I want to punch him out. Ron, Ron Paulus. Rick Meyer. Yeah, I heard Ron Paulus said something bad about my line. Dan Devine. <laughs> where's this Joe Montana at? Joe Montana. He wants to. Hey, look. Who's this Rudy guy? I know yeah. I have a glass house and I'm throwing stones with the way coaches talk in front of microphones. Okay, but my honestly, you don't. What? What do you? What do you think? 
coming uh, in from from uh, what, what do I yes. said for, with, with no okay. with no with no. All right, Rich, to to, to quote axe. to quote you. Yes, I tweeted this out okay. after when it happened. Yeah. I, I said uh, it's always been Ohio against the world is one of the more insane things said this college football season, and that's saying something. Well, but I mean, always been Ohio against. The what is he uh, talking uh, about? I, well, what he's talking about is even you. I did see. I didn't see that tweet. I saw another one. Or no, you texted me the minute that Ohio State scored. You wanted, I mean, you're not rooting for Ohio State, right? You're, no, I wanted, well, I had bet Notre Dame. Oh, also, I see so, what you're saying. Uh, I, no, I, I think that they, you know, they're, look, the Buckeye fan base, they're everywhere. And when they, by the way, when, when, when the Big Ten finally does come together and they come up with a schedule because they stopped expanding, there's going to be a lot of scarlet and gray in these stadiums here in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're everywhere. They got a rabid fan base. They well, are they everywhere. Also, I mean, 50,000 students each year. But I mean, how many people are just like, yeah, I'm kind of a casual fan. I like the Buckeyes. Oh, I'm rooting no, for him. Nobody. Well, unless you're LeBron, but no. But he's from Ohio. That's a different thing. I'm sure he grew up a Buckeye fan. Hey, grew up a Yankees and Cowboys fan, too. No, I don't know if he did, but now he is. He is now. So he got smart. He's a Yankees and Cowboys. He wised up. <laughs> you guys. And another thing. Come on, come up with me. Oh, my goodness. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, guys, we have a new partner right here on the Rich Eisen Show, Game Time, because you know how frustrating it can be to find the perfect tickets for the game or concert you've been dying to see. But with Game Time, you do not have to worry about buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets, which is why we all, on the Rich Eisen Show staff and crew, we all downloaded the Game Time app. We have Game Time uh, accounts, and we are using it because it is so fun and easy to use. I cannot tell you how important it is when you're buying tickets for your kids to make sure that you can see the view from your seat all around. You can look in every possible different direction and see how your view from the seat is going to be. And I like the fact that Game Time has tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. Perfect place to find last-minute seats. And the Game Time guarantee means you're always going to get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. 110%. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app like we did. Create an account like we did, and use code uh, RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, create an account and redeem the code RICH, R-I-C-H, for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Stay on hold while you listen to my conversation I had over the weekend with the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay. He is the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams getting set to take on the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday night football. He is none other than Sean McVay. How you doing, Sean? Doing good. How you doing, Rich? Good. Uh, the radio audience can't see, but behind you, it says urgent enjoyment. What does that yeah. mean? What does that uh, mean? You know what? That, that's something I've had up for a couple of years. There's been times when I've had that and times that I haven't, but we want to be consistent, Rich. And so I think we want to have a good urgency, but never lose sight of enjoying this. You know, it's a blessing to be able to do what we do. Um, and I really have loved working with this group this year. So it's a, it's enabled us to have an urgent enjoyment through the first couple of weeks, even though we haven't always gotten the results we wanted. But 
I've really loved this team and excited about the op on Monday night against the Bengals. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So let's talk about this team a little bit. Boy, there, there's a bunch of guys that that we're learning about. Um, let me just jump in with Puka Nakua, man. I mean, what what a revelation he is. He looks like when did when did you first see him? When did you first lay eyes on him? Well, I can remember even just watching his tape at BYU, and then you you talk to people that have been around him. He's a mentally tough guy, obviously physically tough, got great aggressive hands. But once you get around him and you get him in the building, he was mature beyond his years. He's got a great way about himself. Now, I would tell you this, Rich, until we started playing games, didn't know the edge and the toughness. You know, you always thought it could come to life, but this, but seeing it in person and just watching how much fun and his competitiveness and his game day demeanor – He's a special guy. He certainly is a rookie that's mature beyond his years, and he's got a great rapport with Matthew Stafford, and that's a good thing uh, if you're a Rams receiver. Yeah, and where, where did that come from? It, I mean, 20 targets, Sean? Like, that's insane. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, is, is Cooper Cup looking at this saying, you know, you know, I'm I'm a little jealous of all the targets that that, that Matt's given him? I, I mean, think uh, – you know, I think the ball has had a way of finding him these last couple of weeks and, and he's made his plays. He's maximized his opportunities. There were some situations towards the latter part of the game the other day where he did get a heavier volume based on, you know, what we were doing uh, be, be behind a couple points and things like that. And so he is uh, he's a stud. I've been really pleased with him. He certainly is a physically tough competitor and uh, and we're really grateful to have him on our team. What's his role going to be moving forward? Do you think is this, well, is this it? What do you got? Yeah, I mean, I think we want to continue to take it a week at a time, but I've been really pleased with him. I think Tutu Atwell has also done a great job through the yep. first couple of weeks. And, you know, Van Jefferson is a capable player uh, who's had a lot of production over the last couple of years in our offense. Tyler Higby, I've been pleased with some of the things from our backs, but uh, we'll be excited when we get Cooper back. But but Puka is certainly establishing a, a, a really strong hold on a, on a big time role. And, and I think the more guys you can get involved, the better. But I've been really happy to see what he's done over these first couple of weeks. You expect Cooper Cup back once the first minute he he can? That's the hope. You know, when we put him on IR, Rich, we were hoping that it would give him some time to be able to take a step back, get himself right, feeling like the Cooper that we all know and love, and um, and hopefully he's able to return in week five. Uh, certainly are not going to rush that process, but that'll that'll represent the first availability for him to come back off of IR. And that's kind of always been the goal, but – uh, we'll see how he's doing when that time comes, but I am hoping for that. A lot of discussion about the turnover for your team this past, you know, yeah. non-playing season. Les Snead and you and uh, the roster turnover and getting to know these guys. There was a little bit of a conversation coming out, oddly enough, of Matthew Stafford's wife's podcast about him not really getting to know the guys as fast as he would want because guys' faces were in phones and things of that nature. Is that it? Was did you find a, a similar issue as well? You know what? I didn't. And I and I, I think that Kelly was more joking about the old man more than uh, than Got what it. she was saying in regards to Matthew has really connected with these guys, Rich. I think you've seen that over the first couple weeks. He loves his teammates. They love him. That's why he was a unanimously voted captain. But they've been great. I think there's been a consistent energy. There's an enthusiasm. There's a, an attention and a work ethic that these guys bring every single day. I just like the vibe that they bring. I like the vibe that Matthew and Aaron Donald have brought, you know, and Rob Havenstein and Tyler Higby and some of our veteran leaders that have been here. Um, Ernest Jones is a young up and coming player who's, who's, uh, you know, been here and kind of seen what it looks like, but I've loved the way that a lot of the rookies and the second year players have come in 
Um, and they're just continuing to earn everything that they get. And, and they love competing, Rich. And, and that's the one thing that I think when we're at our best, we're loving what we're doing. We're loving the opportunity and the challenges. And, and these guys have taken these things head on. And that's what you want to be able to see. John McVeigh getting ready for Monday night uh, right here on Westwood One and the Rich Eisen Show. So let's talk about your relationship with Stafford. How has it grown since, you know, Cabo when you guys first connected and then won a Super Bowl together? Yeah, I think it's been great. You know, I think both last year was was challenging for both of us, him, because I don't think anybody really understood that he wasn't. I think that nobody appreciates how much he was pushing through that elbow last year. He's a competitor. He's a warrior. Um, but when he's feeling good, he's as good as it gets. He loves a game. He's one of those guys, Rich, that, as you know, he elevates everybody that's around him. And I love Matthew as a person. I love what he brings to our team as a player. And I think the more that you're around him, the more you appreciate you know, just what a special human being he is. And oh, by the way, he's a damn good quarterback too. He sure is. So can you give me an example of how he's an extension of your brain on the field? Well, he's a lot smarter than me, Rich. So (laughs) I I think we want to be able to maximize the things that he can do, but it's just the command. I mean, the things that we're able to do, the way that he's able to handle, uh, you know, getting everything communicated to his other 10 teammates. Um, you look at it really the first couple of weeks we've been on our silent cadence he's getting in and out of different checks and things like that he's getting us in and out of the right plays within the timing of the play clock whether it be on a 40 second clock or 25 seconds it's just his overall ownership and he truly is an extension of us and he has a huge ownership in a lot of the things that we're doing because hey if he likes it you know then that means that we like it as well Okay. So um, you've got Zach Taylor on the other yeah. sideline. Um, I spoke to him about how he first met you. I'm wondering what your perspective of that story is. What, how I was pushy about making him commit to wanting to be on the uh, staff. He said that you called him, gave yep. him 24 hours to make a choice. And then one hour later asked him if he'd made up his mind. Hey, when you're putting the staff together, as he now knows, you know, the, hey, the urgency, there's no enjoyment. It's just urgent is all we're hunting up. But I'll tell you, I had always respected him from afar. I remember when he was a big 12 player of the year at Nebraska, he got into coaching. I thought he handled the interim offensive coordinator role with the Dolphins when Dan Campbell was the head coach incredibly well, Rich. Um, And I just, that, that always struck a chord with me. And then he say, you got an opportunity to be able to get a great guy like this in your building um, what a great person, really smart coach, got a great ownership of really all 22, but also his background as a player, especially at the quarterback position. He had a great rapport with Jared and, and, uh, it was a short two years, but it was a really enjoyable two years until he left me for the Bengals. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and as I spoke to him, I'm sure you, you went over all this ground prior to the Super Bowl and the week leading up to that. Um, but here we are again, obviously with you guys. Uh, facing off against each other and 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 he and I did rectify his time at Nebraska because he threw multiple touchdown passes against my Wolverines to win the 2005 Alamo Bowl I remember um, that <laughs> oh yeah so we you know we, we we were able to get past that but obviously you know knowing him and uh, him knowing you how does that factor into a Monday night do you think well, I think uh, they've done a great job. There's been continuity, you know, with with them on offense, on defense, and on team since he got there in 19. They've done a great job, Rich. So there is a level of familiarity, but you also appreciate that they've done a great job of evolving and adapting. And so I think Lou does a great job on defense. Zach and uh, Brian do an excellent job on offense. And uh, Darren does a great job on special teams. So there, there's great challenges. They've got great players. And there's a reason why they've been in 
two conference championships each of the last couple of years, and then a Super Bowl a couple of years ago against well, us. One of the reasons why is because of the quarterback, too. I mean, I, I, I'm, clearly you're monitoring what's going on with his calf, and it's, yep. as you and I are talking right now, up in the air, and you've got maybe one of the greatest testers of calf's endurance in 99, uh, Sean. I mean, yes. I, do, you, do you go up to Aaron and say, hey, if this guy's planned, you know, go hunt? Do you ever do that sort of thing? You know, I, I think our, I think Aaron's going to go hunt no matter what. So right. yeah, you and I both He's know, Mitch, I don't have to hype him up anymore. But I hope, you know, we've got to prepare for him. He's one of the best. Uh, there's a reason why he's done as well as he has leading that team over the last few years. I hope he's, you know, able to get healthy. But you want to be able to compete against great players. And uh, we've got to prepare to be able to see him. If not, Browning is a very capable player that you know can operate their offense at a high level behind him. Got Sean McVay here for a few more minutes in advance of Monday Night Football. Um, I'll give you the floor and what happened with Cam Akers, you and the organization. Sean yeah, McVay. you know, really, I, I appreciate what Cam did over the last couple of years, but we just felt like it was in the best interest to be able to allow him to explore another opportunity, allow our team to be able to move forward. And I know Kevin O'Connell's excited about adding him to their roster, but felt good about Kyron Williams, Ronnie Rivers. You know, we've got Zach Evans and Royce Freeman also. Um, on our roster and then on the practice squad with Royce and just felt like it was in the best interest to be able to kind of make that move. And uh, sometimes it's it's not always the easy decisions, but I ultimately have to be able to do what I think is best. And that was what we felt like was best. All right. Let's talk about you a little bit here. You you, you needed some time to think about returning to coaching. Do you uh, look back at that and say worthwhile? How silly it seems. It, it, I, you know it, what? Uh, last year was a really humbling year for me, Rich. And a, a year that I lost a lot of perspective, but it was really beneficial for me. I've been so fortunate to be a part of this organization going on my seventh year. And, you know, you don't take for granted how much of a blessing it is to be able to do this. And I love this. And for whatever reason you get, whether you get caught up a little bit too much in your own ego or you lose your values and principles that have guided why you love this so much, uh, you get a little bit too caught up in the results instead of loving, you know, the people in the process and, um, it seems so silly. And I'm so grateful that I had people around me to help kind of gain that perspective to really be able to reflect and get humbled in a way that forces you to say like, all right, it's one thing to read books about it. It's another thing to go through it and say, man, this isn't the leader. This isn't the person you want to be. Um, and you have an opportunity to be able to rectify that. And um, I can't even believe that was a thought, but it was something that I can be a stubborn guy, Rich. Um, and I think going through last year, while it was not the most enjoyable, it was very necessary to continue to grow, to mature, to try to be more the man that I want to be, whether that be as a coach, a husband or a friend, or hopefully sooner than later, a father, as we nice. know. So yes. um, I'm loving this. Uh, I love this sport. I love coaching this sport. I love working with players and coaches and, um, you know, love working with Les and Kevin and Tony and Mr. Cronky and, uh, I, I laugh. It's it's almost funny to ever think that was a consideration, but it was something that when you go through some challenging times, um, you can learn a lot. And, and I do feel like that was what uh, what occurred for me. Were you just taking the losses too hard? You just I think so. Hard? You know, and and then I think sometimes you're you're internalizing it, and it and again, you know, as embarrassing as it to admit, you know, you tie up your identity or your self worth in those things, and you realize like, hey, who the heck have I become as a result of this chase? instead of pouring into the guys, doing the best that you can, loving the opportunity to compete. But it was almost like as a result of so many things going well, you just lose total perspective and you think anything less than winning it again or doing certain things that 
you've been fortunate enough to do just doesn't make it even worth it. Cause that's silly. But at the time, you know, you just lose perspective and you lose your way. And fortunately, I feel very confident that because of the people that I'm around and some of the things that you just have to be able to dive into and be honest with yourself, I, I feel uh, I feel a lot more like being uh, I feel like I'm a lot closer to to being the man that the people that I love and care about deserve to be around. I'm going to take a shot. I don't know the answer to this question. And normally as a, as a paid professional that I am, Sean, I, I, I like to know the answers or at least assume before asking, but did you ever have a conversation with John Madden about coaching? Did you ever pick his brain? Cause that, you know what? I wish I did. I, I I'm very familiar with coach Madden's background. I've always been a huge fan of, of what he brought to this game. Right. He represented and, um, I, I certainly wish I did. Um, I didn't get a chance to, but I have heard many stories, whether it was through my grandfather or through other people. Right. So I, I wish I, I wish I did though, Rich. Well, about, you know, starting at being a head coach at a, a young age and then getting success at a very young part of your career. And then, and then after a while, just he, he, he would say some of the things that you're, you're saying right now. To yeah. be quite honest with you, Sean, you know, like that's what it sounds like. Yeah. And, you know, Dick vermeil has been a great sounding board for me. Okay. Um, you know, he he had some similar experiences. And then right. so did Coach Walsh. You know, Coach Walsh went through a very similar. I think there's there can be sometimes a beautiful torment, but it's all about the perspective, um, not losing that. And I felt like I did. And, and ultimately, um, not fun, but it was a necessary thing. And I'm, I'm really grateful for those things that I learned because I know I learned a whole lot more last year and a lot of the reflection that it forced than what I did in any of those first few years, even if they were a lot uh, better seasons in terms of the results. Okay. And let's finish up with the news again that uh, you just alluded to moments ago. You're going to be a dad when? When's the due date here? The due date is uh, later in October. That's some scary stuff. If he's anything like his dad, Rich, he's going <laughs> to wear his mom out. But he is he's an active little guy in his mom's tummy. I mean, he's kicking and moving and – um, I wouldn't expect it any other way, but it's been a really smooth pregnancy. Veronica's been awesome. Um, yeah, exactly. What a blessing that's been. And so was able to go to the doctor yesterday and we're, we're really excited to to meet our little man here in about a month. It's, uh, it still hasn't hit me. She's got the nursery set up. She's oh, ready boy. to go. And okay. Sometimes I right. sit there and look at it and think, oh, this is some scary, awesome stuff. Just get out of the way, man. You can't That's do right. anything. You can't do any. Honestly, you can't do anything. You just have to be supportive. There's, you know, that's my two cents. I've had three three kids, Sean, you know, you didn't ask, but I'll give my 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 help to you. I just get out of the way, you know, just but, you know, obviously be there and be supportive. What what week of the season is it? What game is it? You know, you know what? I I don't know that I, oh, I'm one okay. week at a time, but I do know that this guy is around October 24th, Rich. Okay. I like it. You, you're taking it one week at a time professionally and personally. I love it, man. That, Two coach speak for you. Okay. And you're registered. You should, and, and you should tell people you're registered at Tiffany's because that's where the Lombardi trophy is also made. Hey. That's a good line for you. Touche. I'll give that for you. Uh, thanks for the time, Sean. Greatly appreciate it. Congrats on, uh, on everything going on in your, life personally and uh, good luck Monday night. I appreciate it. Always good talking to you, Rich. Right back at you. Sean McVay, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams. Well, it looks like the Rams um the Rams in week 7, which is when the baby would be due, are home for Pittsburgh. Okay? So they could swallow that thing in a in a in a towel. Terrible towel. If Terrible necessary. Towel. Okay. Um and then the next week 
if the baby's a little bit later at Dallas. Oh. You know, just saying, just putting it out there. These are just things that you need to look at. Um, or how about this? How about this? If it's born in Pittsburgh, um, you guys could uh, celebrate by selling your tickets to a Steelers fan. I already I gave mine away. And take the money and get them something nice on the registry. What do you think about that? I mean, I'm probably going to do that. Not minus the registry part. Understood. Let's take a break. (laughs) Phone calls. Josh McDaniels spoke today about his decision to kick a field goal after he got a fresh set of downs after he kicked the field goal when he needed a touchdown. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What a weekend, huh? I mean, honestly, Dude, we, what a weekend, we could have done six hours today. Yeah. Can we try that one? Are we done? Um, we're done? No, we're not done yet. I mean, we have Close. 13 more minutes to go, and then you and I stay after class. What did you guys do? Ooh. We got Overreaction Monday coming up. Cha-ching. And you do too, Mike. You, you stay after class. Actually, today well, I won't be. You're no, getting Feli. Oh, Feli's doing it Feli's today. Doing, I, I'm doing a baseball game, my final one of the year. What's your final one of the year? What are it's you doing? It's terrible. What I'm is it? What San is Francisco, it? San Diego. It's not going to be. Well, are, are, are they st- either mean? one no. of them still in it? Or San Diego, what? I think it's technically still alive. Yeah. San Diego made a run. To, they were. They had won eight in a row. Right? What, what, baseball's still going on? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hold on, we the old uh, wild card standings Boy, here. somebody's going to be left without a seat in the American League. So San Diego is over. That's they're really good. Five back with oh, that, they're, yeah, six to go. Yeah, you're right. Make it sound good, though, yeah. Mike. Be a pro. I always do. Be Come a on. pro. That's what I did. I had a good Base. game on Saturday. Well, then, Seattle and Houston are battling for the final spot. Dude. The, Baseball's yeah, so AL. tough when your team wow. isn't good, man. And then same. Just, Chicago yeah. and Miami are one game separating. There you go. Well, the Reds aren't involved in Reds this? are two and a half back. They could go, they could finish strong, but. Man, I just want to see the young kids in Votto. That's what I want. Yeah. If I could, if I could choose any of them, you know? Well, Miami's fun because they've just been openly tanking for years, and now they're in the mix. Right. So... There you go. Baseball. Baseball. Man stands alone at the plate. It's time for what? Individual achievement. But in the field, 
What you are is Aaron Judge wants to, by the way, whatever he wants to say about what's going on in the front office. Speak. It's sold. Speak. That'd be great. But he said that he will he will not uh, make it public. He's going to keep it in-house. Oh, come on. Well, hopefully he's telling whoever to get rid of people. Uh, I, I, I would love to know what his opinion is. We'll talk about that on Tuesday show. How about them apples? Go. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Jordan Love, man, pulled one out in his home opener. It looked pretty bleak. 17 nothing down to the Saints who were putting the bang thing on him and that offense that didn't have Aaron Jones, didn't have Christian Watson, didn't have uh, David Bakhtiari, they didn't have Jair Alexander on defense. And once again, I hopped off the pick in the Packers. Last second on game day morning. Why? What, Why do you idiot. do that? I did it again. I did it again. But Jordan Love got it done. Did he not? Did he not? Man. And how about LaFleur? He's going for two when you're thinking, why is he going for two? So all you have to do is, you know, score another touchdown and you're in front, which is exactly what happened. And then the Saints missed a kick. And boy, did they miss Derek Carr or what? When it all came down to it, Jameis yeah. um, and the Saints stopped scoring points. So the question is, what will be next for the New Orleans Saints when they face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home next Sunday? Will Derek Carr be available? This is Dennis Allen moments ago. Derek's got a sprained AC joint. Um, you know, we'll evaluate him as he goes throughout the week this week. Um, I think we, we, we dodged a bullet there in terms of anything of, of real, um, you know, significance. Um, I think we're kind of saying week to week. You know, but again, he felt better today than he did, you know, yesterday. So uh, we're not we're not making any decisions today. We're not ruling anything out. Um, we'll see where he's at as the week goes on. Now, again, uh, I suffered this injury at the Pro Bowl back in 2005 when I was going through a tackling dummy uh, mm-hmm. when Ray Lewis was teaching me how to tackle and Ron Woodson let the tackling dummy go like it was Lucy with the football. And I, to this day, um, blame Ron Woodson for my sprained AC joint. I had to go to my left hand with the microphone the rest of the week because I'm a gamer. Um, and I think Derek Carr should be able to get through this. At least it's not a collarbone. That's what yeah. I was thinking when that happened. I thought it was a concussion. Well, because they took his helmet away. But they were saying. And and he looked kind of. I know. Because he was probably just saying, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) I know exactly what this is. I just hope it's nothing worse. All right, darn it. I don't think he curses. Maybe. So, an interesting moment right there. That could be a wild card tie break moment later on in the season. But both of these teams have a chance to win their division. Yep. How great is this Thursday night coming up for Al and the gang on Amazon Prime? Lions-Packers for the right to rule the North Roost just four weeks in. Nice one to start. Lions with a big win over the Falcons. So there's that one. Rich also said to sit Jordan Love this week for fantasy advice. And for about 52 minutes, it looked like a great pick. Yeah, and I was upset with your Addison choice, but then he had 50 yards in a span of like four plays in the fourth quarter. And then K.J. Osborne kind of stole a touchdown. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and me all season long, including tonight for the Bengals and Rams. For free and get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Josh <laughs> McDaniels 
down by a score and a two-point conversion with a few minutes left in the game last night, decides to kick a field goal to make it a five-point game. And just as the ball splits the uprights, you're wondering, did he make the right decision? The Steelers give him a fresh set of downs. What does he do with it? He goes three and out. Takes more time off the clock when you think there's uh, three timeouts left. If you don't get the touchdown right here or the two-point conversion, you use those timeouts and kick a field goal and win this damn thing. Instead, he kicks a field goal instead. Why, Josh? Why? This is his answer. You know, I thought we, um, you know, you have two choices there. You know, you try to make it a five-point game where you have an opportunity to win it with a touchdown if you get the ball back, you know, or you try to, you know, uh, go for it there. And then if you, ho- if you, if you happen to convert, then you got to make the two-point conversion and all the rest of it. So, um, you know, just as are the decisions you got to make. You know, I thought we did a decent job of putting ourselves in third down there the next series with the defense to try to have a play to get off the field. And we just wouldn't handle that play very well. <clears throat> well, the, the issue is, is too many turnovers from Garoppolo, a couple of uh, jump balls. Yep. Got to give it up for McDaniels on fourth and in, in, in an index card, throwing a, a touchdown pass to Devonte Adams early on. That was a dime. And, 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 you know, Garoppolo for this turnovers, 13 catches for 172 yards for Adams. 20 targets, that's what you're looking for. Didn't get that enough last year. The issue is, is uh, with Jacoby Myers also, 85 yards receiving. Uh, Josh Jacobs is running at three yards a clip. That's the problem. Can't run the ball. I'm I'm not worried about the Raiders just yet. No? No. It's still early. Devontae Adams seemed a little, uh, you know, grumbled. Of course he's grumbled because he wants to start winning games. He's not used to this struggling stuff. He's got four weeks before it's, uh, you know. Then we will see what happens. Talk. Their next game is at home uh, against the Chargers. And by that, I mean SoFi. <laughs> Come on. Hey, I'm, I'm spitting facts is what I spit, no, spit here. No, you're facts. I went to the Raiders-Rams preseason game, and it was 80% Raiders. Dude, they could bugle all they want and, and siren on the third downs all they want, but yeah. that's silver and black coming up. They better silent snap it with Justin Herbert in practice this week. Boy. So yeah, Raiders we'll see. I'm not worried about it. And no Mike Williams. And then they're home for Green Bay. So that's the one. If they lose, the, if they lose that one with Devontae Adams, then he's going to really grumble. With the Packers in the house, with Jordan Love. You should win that one. That'll wrap it up for this Monday show. We'll be fixing it all together on Roku in a moment. 